Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, today I've got for you part two of, I don't even know what I'm calling it, the entitled lady boat on the sea getting wet scandal story crazy adventure um if you haven't seen yesterday's video you need to go and watch that first as that is part one of this video this is part two if you haven't yet seen it please go and watch that first or this video will make no sense this is part two if you want to go check that out right now well you kind of need to if you haven't done already uh, the link is in the description the pinned comment and right there boom i button click it it will help you out and it will solve all your problems um, but anyway we're going to move on with this story now um just a quick recap op and his family out at sea on a lovely boat that they own and um they're pretty much getting followed by a karen and her entitled family who have absolutely no idea what they're doing at the end of last episode no spoilers do go and watch it now if you haven't done already so i'm not spoiling anything karen accused op of stealing his own boat and eventually ended up in the water as well as a little you know side thing which was quite funny i'm not gonna lie but yeah that is where we're at let's move on now to part three Weird Woman Believes Sailboats Are Public Property Part 3 As mentioned in Part 1, my boat is a Bavaria 34 cruiser. It used to belong to my grandparents, but when my grandma had her stroke back in 2012, my granddad stopped sailing. They passed in 2013, three weeks after each other. Now, granddad wasn't ill or anything, he just gave up after grandma passed, after her third and last stroke. Before they passed, they willed the boat to me, because my parents already have a boat, and they knew that I love sailing in her. So it's not that I'm a rich, spoiled brat who just got a boat, but there's many emotions involved when sailing her. I grew up spending summers on their old boats, learning from both granddad and my dad as how to sail, which eventually led me to my naval career, ending in my retirement from the Navy when I turned 35 and my contract expired. The point being that I always need to convince myself if grandma would approve if I tried to change something or upgrade, In my mind, it's still their boat in many ways. This year, I spoiled the boat and myself rotten by buying a new chart plotter that integrates all sensors, depth sounder, Windex, autopilot, and AIS. Uh, AIS is a system that shows information on other boats as well as your own, similar to what airplanes use. As we already planned to stay for at least four days, I thought that this would be the perfect time to upgrade my existing chart plotter for the new one. And as luck still was present, Grandpa Port was an electrician before he retired. So off to the supermarket, I went for the purchase of liquid bunnies to pay said electrician that I just hauled out of retirement for one day. Now, the marina we're staying in is rather large, meaning that I either have a long walk followed by a heavy walk back or I'll have Captain Dinghy give me a lift to the old port and join me for my shopping needs. The supermarket is basically 100 meters from the old port. So off we went. Her at the helm, I'm in the front acting as a ballast. Exo, my son, the executive officer of our ship, was with friends and knew his way around. Also, he knew he had an abundant supply of ice cream available. Thanks again, Grandma Ports. We arrive at the supermarket and all is well. Then my daughter just lets out a... Ah, freak. 
it's HMS Karen yelling at her poor circus husband because apparently the item she wanted is sold out. Now, look, I'm not a fan of my children swearing, but this time I think she had a point, so I let it slide. We ducked the heck out of there and went to the checkout where we found a small gift basket style flower arrangement with a bottle of wine and some chocolate for Grandma Port. We also picked up some cash and a small refill for the pantry. When we bagged everything, we left for the dinghy. If only we had run the red light at the crosswalk outside the supermarkets. HMS Karen spotted us. Hey, hey, you! I kept walking and said to Captain Dinghy, not happening. Now you get in the dinghy, get your life jacket on, and throw me the rope we use to get goods aboard. Dad, she's nuts. All right, I'll hook your life jacket up as well when I throw the rope. Hey, I'm talking to you. You're the guy who stole our boat. Don't even think about moving. I'm not letting you get away. I acknowledged the lady. Lady, the mental hospital is not that far from here. I don't know, but it just seemed like the right thing to say. I'm sure someone there would be able to help you. I'm putting on my life jacket and lowering the goods into the dinghy. All I need to do is get onto it via the ladder that we tied up to. That's when I suddenly found myself floating in midair right next to the dinghy. She pushed me. The maniac pushed me off the freaking dock. Our life vests are the manual type for adults, which means that I have to pull a cord for it to inflate. But the kid vests are the automatic kind that inflate if they get wet. A small chalk tablet that dissolves in water makes sure that they inflate. Very clever. But it still means that I have to unwrap it, test it for 24 hours, and then repack it. And also, that means that I'm one life vest short for 24 hours. And I have to replace the CO2 cartridge because it's been in the water. That's no biggie, to be fair. It's only about $6. And I've got a small supply on board the boat. But it's the principle. Two steps up the ladder, and I'm on board the dinghy. Captain Dinghy was amazing. She started the engine and used it to push the boat into the ladder, so I'm on board in no time. What are you doing? Don't even try to escape. And you, little girl, don't even think about trying to touch anything. That's nice, says my daughter. And she reverses out and floors it out the old dock. On our way back to the marina, my daughter just shook her head and said, What a female dog. Again, she's got a point, so I let it slide. Back in the marina, we tie our boat up and I got a change of clothes. The only casualty was my work phone, so I've got to go back into town to get a new one. Luckily, that's a work expense, but it's a bit annoying reconfiguring everything, including credit cards and such. And I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to finish this in part four. Okay, what the heck? This is actually now getting really weird. Like, what a coincidence. Not only am I on a boat right now at the same time that you're listening and watching this video, but secondly, I also, my my phone also got wet and I had to, like, delete it and restore it and get, well, pretty much get a new one, like, the other day. What's going on here? Am I OP? That's my question. But anyway, guys, that is the end of part three. Part four still to come. Somehow, this Karen is still involved in the story. I guess maybe the OP and their family are just like choosing a pretty normal tourist route. And Karen and her family are kind of going along the same route, just maybe a day or two behind. But the fact that you are just continuing to bump into this Karen is very, very funny. Actually kind of reminds me of when I was a young kid on holiday and I was uh, in Sri Lanka with my family. And we kept bumping in and going to the same hotel as the Sri Lankan cricket team for some reason. So it looked as if we were just following them. Bit of a weird story. But um, yeah, that's what came to my head. Anyway, part four. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So then, now getting in to the final part of this incredible story. Weird women believe sailboats are public property. Last part. I'm almost sad because, you know, it's been such an adventure. But hey, everything good, I guess, has to come to an end at some point. Here we go. When Captain Dingy and I returned from the store and got on board, Grandpa Ports was trying to teach my son, XO, how to splice a three-strand rope. And, remarking the fact that I was soaking wet and the captain was bone dry, that had we used a lifeline like that in the dinghy, I wouldn't have fallen off. Thanks, Grandpa Ports. Well, as I went below for a change of clothes, my faithful companion told the grandparents what had happened. Grandma Port hugged Captain Dinghy and asked if she was okay, which was enough to make Exo roll with laughter. The grandparents offered to invite us over to their boat for dinner, which we happily accepted. Now, their boat is a bit smaller than ours, but their salon below deck is somehow bigger. Go figure. Seen as this had been an eventful day, the kids were given free roam to the playground, probably to plot the overthrow of the free world by pirates with the other kids provided that Captain Dinghy brought the small radio we normally use for docking, so we could call them back when dinner was ready. Grandpa brought out a generous glass of his favorite rum, while he and I discussed terms and conditions regarding the chart plotter replacements and the price in liquid money, and also what the heck happened during today. Grandma Port interjected during her hard work in the galley, supervising us preparing potatoes and cleaning the fish that would be our dinner, that I should call that nice young gentleman that came to visit us on our first day and maybe ask him if he could help. Grandpa was giggling when I asked if it was a dinner invitation, and if so, was the dress code uniform or casual? Grandma's rolling eyes and the following, oh god, men, was enough to make all three of us share a laugh. A quick call to my friend from before, and we were six persons having dinner in the nicest environment one could have. Grandma, that salmon was cooked to perfection. My friend then invited Grandpa and me out to a small place that served liquid monies in tall glasses, provided we didn't stay out late. My friend's fiance was getting along perfectly with grandma and the kids, so off we went. We arrived to a small house of fluent currency and found a table. <laughs> could just Why not just say, you know, bar, alcohol, I don't know. Anyway, my friend bought the first round and grandpa told the story about my impromptu flying lesson in the port, at which my friend had this odd look on his face. He excused himself for a minute and brought over a familiar face. Apparently, he spotted his private police friend while ordering and wanted to hear what the options were regarding HMS Karen. Well, as he told the story, the police got a call regarding theft of a boat, assault, and underage sailing of a dinghy. He and his partner was assigned to the call and they responded. When they arrived, they were met by an enraged woman claiming that she'd been assaulted, had a sailboat stolen, and that the perpetrator was aided by an underage girl. When they asked her to elaborate, she started yelling at them 
I already told you. Now do your job and arrest them. Now, as she was testing the hearing of people the next town over, a couple of fishermen who had docked further down the pier approached the partner and asked if this was about the assault on the guy who she threw off the pier. This got the attention of both the partner and him. They asked her about the incident and she replied with, Yes, that's what I've been trying to tell you. We found out that our first boat was too difficult to dock and then we rented a new one. But the previous renter wouldn't give us our boat. Instead, he insulted me, stole our boat and had an underage child drive him. Mom, as I recall, you claim someone hijacked your boat. We even had the Navy looking out for them. Did you return your rental to the original place? And did it happen there? But what difference does it make? We rented a boat bigger and better. They had one. We paid more. All boats are owned by the rental company anyway. We had the right to get our boats. Sorry, this woman thinks that every single boat is owned by the same rental company that they used to rent their boat in the first place. Uh, Sorry absolutely ludicrous mom as i just heard from these people here you just assaulted a person not to include risking his life now i need to see some id because if we get a report about this from the victim you're gonna face the charges understand don't talk back to me unless you have our boat i'm not accepting your excuses get me my boats and so hms karen got a free ride in a smaller land-ridden boat but with pretty lights on top Our new police friend ended his story by saying she was an absolute dog finishing his pints. Well, no need to say it. Anyway, I got up, went to the bar and opened up a $100 tab for our new friend in law enforcement. We left right after the no, I can't accept that and whatnot. But my friend was firm. When we got back to the marina, the kids were sleeping on board our newfound grandparents' boats. And grandma and my friend's fiance were laughing like teenage girls next morning The kids said their goodbyes to their new grandparents exchange addresses and we left the marina We hope to see those ports again next year, but if not we'll come visit them I don't know how to end this incredible story better than stay safe listen to reason and just because you're a karen Don't push people into water And there we go, guys. That is the end of this incredible four-part, well, I guess four-part for OP, two-part video series for me in Title Parent Story. Um, What an amazing adventure. I just want to say a big thank you to OP. Their username is in the description down below for this incredible story. Brilliant stuff. I mean, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Again, as I mentioned earlier on in the video, um, right now, at the time you're watching this video, if you watch it on the day it was released, I'll be on a boat quite similar to this um, at the same time, which is why I wanted to read the story and why it's, you know, a little bit convenient that i'd read this story at this time and if i've taken a video or something or a picture i'll chuck it in right now and i also may have put one in earlier in the video as well um if you want to see more on that go and check out my instagram uh which is linked down below in the description i'll be posting stuff there on my story of my trip on a lovely boat but without further ado i guess that's gonna do it for this one if you have enjoyed it and if you somehow haven't seen part one yet uh, this video would make no sense but if you somehow haven't part one is there click it another video is there maybe click on that one as well if you're sensible um if you're new to the channel subscribe up here for more videos like this one and i will see you all tomorrow with another reddit video acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 